edition of the sports board. And we are back. We got the full crew in the house. That is what it's all about. The Yankees out of any team in the league are the best equipped to handle a blow like this. I think there is a higher power at play here. He's due law of averages. That dude is the ultimate scrub. It's <laughs> trash. Yeah. Every person you have in there is fucking trash. Next game, you're going to see a big, big, big performance. You can see it in the end of the game, and I'm just totally stoked and excited for this. Welcome back, everybody. You are tuned in to the Sports Port, episode 190. Crazy. 190. 10 away from 200. 10 away from 200. Um, How do you feel about that, dude? What an achievement. I know, right? Crazy. Today, I am your host. It's Tony. Uh, Barnes is off on assignment in Arizona. I'll be back on Tuesday, I believe. Did you you see his post on Instagram? No. I'll get it up. I'll get it up. Yeah, get it up. Dude. Get I'll it up. For for you keep talking. Hey, it's guys. It's me. It's um, Mike. How are you? Right. We have Mike behind the main magic glass, main magic DTV, Mike. Um, so, like I said, Barnes will be like on Tuesday. So, you have me hosting today. You have me hosting tomorrow. You have me hosting on Monday, dude. So, going to be some fun stuff. Um, you know, as always, we'll be talking sports, all the top storylines, recapping some games. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's Tony and it's Mike and it's Brian Barnaby on Instagram. You do not follow him. The account is private. That is embarrassing, (laughs) Michael. The old follow back button. Oh, I don't follow him on downtime. Oh, and then now you have to request him. Oh, I'm going to switch. Wait, dude. I might as well just pull it up, dude. No, no, no. You can't. But see, like, I can, though. I actually just DM'd him, too, dude. I was like, yo. Um,. He just posted, dude. He didn't post that. Oh, it's on a story. I don't think so. I don't think he's near his phone, dude. Um, I'm looking at his story right now. Oh, wait. All right. We're going to wait for Michael as he can kind of try to remember his password. Oh, we're off to a hot start here on the sports port. Um, when Tony's hosting, Mike just loves put me in a tough spot. I'm just trying I'll to get stretch. back to it. I'll get back to it. I'm we'll, gonna just we'll talk about it right now, dude. The NBA. No, 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 no. Because no. I'm. I, I want to get it up. Right I want to get it up. Oh, all right, dude. Whatever. Um, we're gonna start in the world of the National Basketball Association. My favorite sport. God, dude. All right. Big NBA Wednesday last night. Um, you know, we had highlighted a few games. So obviously, we're going to talk about the results today. We're going to start in New York, but they weren't really in New York. They were in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> uh, Knicks at the Pacers. Knicks fall at this game. They lose 98 to 111. A little bit of a devastating loss. We were kind of wa- we watched yeah. the game here. Yeah, a little. Um, I don't know, dude. They just didn't. I guess they just didn't have it. I mean, you they didn't have it. Um, Julius Randle, eighteen points, six for sixteen from the floor. Barrett had twenty three points. Eight Barrett for had twenty from the floor. Yeah. A couple threes as well. Like a young Kobe um, game. Fournier only fourteen points. I think Kemba only had like seven points. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, bench was really no help at all. Didn't really offer much. Twenty percent from three, dude. Um, I have a cool solution. Not great. Um, what what's your solution, then, buddy? Make a trade package with the Denver Nuggets, including picks for Bull Bull. Just picks. 
Who's the no, who, who no, you're giving no. up though? No, you could give up players as well. Yeah, who who, who, who are you thinking? Uh, I mean, anyone specifically or just? I mean, no, I don't want to give up anybody. But I know you don't want to give up anybody. I yeah, I give up. You know, certain players that you know. I don't even want to say their names because I I just don't want to say Robinson. Them. No, wouldn't give up him. He had three blocks last night. Defense was looking so good in the beginning, dude. Robinson had like three blocks in, in the first quarter, dude. I, I, I thought they were on it, bro. I feel like just... the Nuggets would need wing and guard, so it'd be tough. We'd have to probably give up like Rose. No, they'd probably give up quickly. Really? I know. But I love Bull Bull, and I think he'd be great in New York. Yeah. Dad played at UB. I understand that. But I don't know. Dude. Is it really worth it? Is it worth giving up picks and players for Bull Bull? I think point? he's the future. You really do think so? Does he get much playing time? Does he offer much? He offers future MVP. Yeah, but I feel like they wouldn't do that because Thibodeau wants to win now, dude. He, he, he could play him, and you'll see the MVP at you the think, end of the season. You really think so? I don't think so. I know so. You know so. I don't know, dude. We'll see. Um, but the Pacers look pretty good. Uh, I think Turner for the Pacers had like fucking 25 dude, points, I saw, dude. I saw a meme and it was uh, uh, Twitter and it was some dude. It was Reggie Miller, though, mm-hmm. against the Knicks. And it was like Miles Turner right now. Dude, he looked nasty last night. Levert, 21 points. Brock Don, 17. Um, Turner was 7 for 10 from three points. Come on, dude. 70%. That's really impressive. Um, and, you know, the Pacers kind of, I guess, just put the Knicks to bed at that point. If, now, at this point, dude, you're Thibodeau. How angry are you? Are you angry? Yeah, but it's, it's, it, it's a, it's. Pacers were two and six. It's not a last sprint. Night, it, dude. The, the NBA season's not a sprint, Anthony. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know about that one, dude. I think the whole game is a sprint. Well, the game itself is, but the season. Every game's a sprint. The season's a sprint. The season's not. It's long. It's cross country. I don't know, dude. I know. Dude. I think these are wins. These are games the Knicks kind of should be winning if they want to have, if want to be put in a good position. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but still. Me. But still, let's move on to our next game, dude. Uh, Bulls at Philadelphia 76ers. I think we got all our picks wrong yesterday, by the way, bud. Um, dude, Bulls lost. Seth Curry went off though. Uh, yeah, one hundred three to ninety eight. Um, honestly, kind of a shame because, like you know, like, I, like we were saying, like I was saying just now, and yesterday, you know, we were really pulling for the Bulls. I think all three of us picked the Bulls to win, um, and they didn't do bad. I mean, look at DeRozan at thirty-seven points, Lavina twenty-seven, Ball was even in there a little bit with thirteen. Um, Caruso didn't really do much, but you know, they shot about thirty percent from three-point, um, almost nine. Oh, no, never mind, fifty percent from the field, um. Good, but the I guess the 76ers just kind of squeaked by here. I mean, you look at the stats here. I mean, it, the Bulls, I, I feel like they did better than the Sixers in almost every stat and blocks, rebounds, everything like that. But the I guess the Sixers just kind of stuck around and held on till the end here. Um, Embiid, 18 points. He was um, 6 for 18 from the field. Curry was 9 for 14 from the field, 2 wow. for 4 from 3. Um, you know, he had, he had 22 points. So I guess overall, dude, you just had like a good – all-around team effort from the Sixers. From the Sixers, and I guess that's really what put them over the edge in terms of of, of winning this game. Um, 
couple help from bench players, dude, it looks like. A <laughs> couple help, dude. Help from a couple bench players, it looks like, as well. Um, I want to say, dude, I mean, if, if Caruso went off like I wanted him to, Bulls, Bulls would have taken this easily. But nonetheless, they don't. Um, both teams are now 6-2. and two, So I'm really surprised at 76ers with all the nonsense that went around, um, you know, leading up to the season, even right now, what they're kind of dealing with in terms of their players that they're really kind of pulling together, you know, and they're, they're winning games, dude. They are. And, you mm-hmm. know, well, Joel Embiid is that kind of a leader mm-hmm. at this point in his career, and he's that dominant. And they have some good guys on there, some good vets like Danny Green and Seth Curry. And obviously, Tobias Harris. Um, I really hope that with the emergence of Davion Mitchell in Sacramento, that De'Aaron Fox gets traded to the Sixers and we could have De'Aaron Fox with Joel and that team. And that'd be great. Yeah, man. I mean, you get younger. Right. And he's a monster. He's like what John Wall used to be, but I'd even say a better shooter, and he's a lefty. Wow. Yeah, dude. I mean, very impressive stuff from them. I would honestly, you got to tip your hat to him B, too. I mean, I feel like you know, a couple of years ago, he was yeah. slow, fat. Well, I wouldn't say trash slow. Trash talking. He was, you know. No, he, no. He, he couldn't go the no, distance. He wasn't fat, running he was cross country, you. dude. He wasn't he was going fat, the distance. He was faster than you. No, he's not. He was and is. How do you know that? Because it's so obvious it clears day. The How guy's a gazelle obvious, on dude? the court. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I'm a gazelle on the court. <laughs> you dude. are certainly not, sir. I think you're wrong, dude. I don't think I'm wrong. Dude, he'd roast you. Well, yeah. And he, back then. He was just he was just seen at like he didn't he would roast me in basketball in running I don't think so back and forth mm. yes dude stop it Mike Derrick this so, is if, if Barnes was here he'd say Michael King's written all well over you know what? Barnes is not here so you can't really talk about that okay? speaking of Barnes let me see if oh, I got that up yeah. let me see if he accepted He's, downtime yet. Dude, just you can't log into your fucking main account dude this is ridiculous I know I know it is whatever we'll get it soon I just want to. I already know what it is. I want to talk I, about it. I know we can't. We have to. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we're going to our next game. Another game that actually, I think you probably picked the Nets yesterday. I believe I did. Uh, Barnes and I did not, so we were wrong. What happened? Hawks fall to the Nets, one hundred eight, one seventeen. Um, I think Durant did go off. I don't think he. Uh, Thirty-two points from Durant. Eight away from my my pick. 40. Thirteen. Thirteen twenty. Oh, okay. Wow. From the field, efficient. Two for six from three points. Yeah, um, yeah that's something that's not really that great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Harris had eighteen. Uh, Harden had sixteen. Still decent, but of course, you know Durant definitely carrying the team. Uh, Blake Griffin only had seven points. You're not gonna see four offensive that's... rebounds, three defensive rebounds, which is pretty decent. I mean, yeah, I'm a big Blake Griffin see. guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. You know, okay. five assists. Love to see the block. <laughs> Let's go, dude. What? Huh? He's a big man. Like he's you know. No, I know. Just the way you said it was funny. You like you're like I like Blake Griffin. He's a big guy, so I don't know. Just yeah, I'm I'm definitely more partial to the you know the big guy role. On oh, basketball. I see what you're saying. Got it. I was yeah. just clarifying for just the viewers. Yeah, yeah. Know. Or maybe you would say he's a big. You know, I think right. that's what you've said a lot. Right, a big, right. Yeah, he's a big, big man, but he's a big. No, because like a big man sounds like you're saying like, oh, he's a big man. I like big men. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I prefer <laughs> <laughs> big men to small men. I guess I don't know. Well, I mean, you um, shouldn't be biased, dude. Uh, I guess not. Actually, I, I guess I kind of do like being around short dudes too. It makes me feel <laughs> tougher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, anyway, uh, the Nets now five and three. The Hawks four and four, dude. Looking a little bit like a shell of the team they were last <laughs> season. Brian is gone. Let's get crazy, he said. <laughs> Before, let's get crazy, dude. Whatever you say, we're putting it up there, dude. Not, probably not really. Well, not everything. Not everything, but, you know. Come on, dude. Weigh in, dude. Um, Yeah, dude. I mean, I know Barnes and I talked about the Hawks kind of, you know, Trey Young specifically does get off to a slow start during the season, kind of picks it up down the stretch. Um, How, how, how confident are you in that, Michael? You know what I'm confident in? What are you confident in? I'm confident in the NBA uh, changing the rules. Change, like, changing, changing back? Not like to the extreme, but I feel like they're going to do something. Or, yeah, I don't know how... how, how uh, you think it lasts a season at least? I don't know. Wow. We'll see. I feel like that was kind of whack to make that type of rule change mid-season, you know? I know. I hope it doesn't happen, but you never know. It doesn't know. happen either. I mean, I think that whole push in rule whatever i wish there was still hand checking right yeah get physical dude so but, but, but basketball, i would allow contact sport I, right but i would allow um like i don't i don't have a problem with a defender pump faking mm -hmm. getting right, the defender causing, up right and then jumping mm -hmm. to shoot and getting the foul right i do have a problem with like i always used to hate like when I was defending a player and like we're running and then all of a sudden like he's dribbling and he just stops and I hit him oh, and then yeah. that's a, that's a foul on me. Like they changed that though. That's now an offensive foul. I really? forgot who, who Pat Beverly tried to do it like uh, last two games ago and uh, he got called with the offensive. Yeah, but now what if you're running down the court and the defenders behind you running after you and you decide to stop and pull up for three? Oh, uh, and he hits you. Say it again. If if you're running on the court with the ball, defenders behind you, trailing you, running after you, and you decide to stop, pull up for a three, and he hits you. I mean, you're in. Sh you're shooting. What if you're not shooting yet, though? What if you just stop and at you're, the three point line, and you're gonna go to shoot? But you're he hits you're you first. in motion like this. If you're like, yeah, if you you stop and you hold, you're holding the ball. Like I'm like dribbling, and I'm like, and then you stop, hold the ball like this. I, no one just stops and holds the ball like this in the NBA. So what do you mean, dude? They don't just stop. Or what if you? No, I'm saying okay, if you want to pull up to shoot a yeah, three, so but he hits emotion, you. But he, if he hits you before you are able to make your shot, yeah, that's that's a shooting foul. foul. Wow, shooting foul. I'm I'm shooting the basketball, dude. You can't just run into me, dude. No, yeah, I'm just. I'm, <laughs> I know. I'm just asking questions. A rugby here, thing to say. Uh, well, I'm just asking. I want some clarity in the situation. Real quick, dude. real what? quick, what? real quick, what? real quick. Let's get to the viewers. Some say Kyrie is coming back in January 2020. New mayor, new agendas. agendas. That's what they're. I wish basketball yeah. brought back the Matumbo finger, finger wag. Some players still do it. Prefer. I've seen I feel like a lot do of players. It. Do yeah, that, yeah, I mean, it's not the same. I need. I don't. Care. I don't want every player to do. I right. want the leading shot blocker. Right. There's, there hasn't been a dominant dude like like Ben Wallace in but, a while. Um, that is a pretty interesting uh, comment about Kyrie coming back because it is going to be interesting if um, I'm actually not really sure where the election is at for mayor, um, but if they do elect, uh, I think one of the one of the candidates wants to take away the the, the vaccine mandate um, and stuff like that for indoors, you know, for sports Go. especially. Um, you think the Nets are going to wait that out? Hell yeah! I, yeah. Said, I said that before, dude. Like they're definitely waiting it out for Kyrie. They don't mm -hmm. care, and I knew it would change. Is he like still getting paid or something? Like, dude, I'm sure he's not he playing. Is. That's crazy, dude. 
I thought he was taking a pay cut for. Uh, maybe he is. Is he? Is, does he play away games? No, he's not playing he at, play all. at all. So that's crazy, dude. He's living the fucking life, huh? <laughs> dude, he does whatever he wants. Gets paid. It's pretty awesome. Plays, doesn't play, so gets paid. Plays a little bit as well. Goes to practice. Gets paid. Goes to practice. Gets, gets paid. Gets paid. Go to practice, dude. Gets paid to hang around. Good for him, dude. He's he's really working it, you know. Um. Anyway, let's move on. Um. We got games tonight, Michael. Um. Not a lot of games tonight. Not really a lot of good looking games tonight. I mean, I'll, we'll, I'll decide that. All right. All right. I'll run down the docket for you. There's there's what are there? Five, there's five games tonight. Um. Sixers at Pistons. Pistons are one and six. Eh. I mean, you could see Cade Cunningham though. First overall pick. Yeah, in his second game, I believe. Second game, because he didn't like he missed the first couple games of the season. Four. I'm not sure. Not sure. Second game back. Yeah, you think he's gonna make a big enough impact for the Pistons to be able to pull this one out? Mm, I mean, I don't know. I don't think so yet. I mean, he could. He's that good. Yeah. He's he's LeBron esque. What about Jeremy Grant, averaging 17 points a game, five rebounds to assist? They're like uh, yeah. empty stats. Yeah. Anytime you get a guy, you know what it's like, and I'm sure it's like that in baseball or, or whatever, but anytime you get a guy on a bad team putting up stats. Mm -hmm. Just because he's – when, when is he, Was he doing that on his playoff teams he was on? No. No. So he's like you're saying he's just like the good player on the Pistons who gets a lot of a lot of yeah like a lot of ball. touches a lot yeah. of touches like right now they're a young team and he's like the vet mm -hmm. so he's getting the ball so Sixers yeah <laughs> score like thirty by thirty yeah so like what one twenty nine and this is serious like I'm saying like maybe yeah. like one twenty eight to ninety it's thirty eight yeah I'm it's saying forty ah. wow dude all right I mean. I guess I'll, I'll go against you. I'll go with Kate, Kate Cunningham, huh? Pistons, let's go. Game winner? Uh, Yeah, 111-109. Wow. Let's do it, bro. Love it. Kate Cunningham. 40-burger. Wow. Second game of the season. Wow. Double-double. Wow. 12 assists. Wow. <laughs> let's go, dude. Next next game, we got Jazz at Atlanta. Um. Based on what we've seen from the Hawks, that's and a freaking like, boring game. Yeah, exactly. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, these games are not really exciting. Jazz, Rudy I just don't Gobert, like the Jazz at go, all, dude. And I really don't care for Atlanta, except I like Trey and John Collins, but Trey's clearly being impacted. So, yeah, he's still averaging 22 points a game. Dang. 22.6. It's pretty nice, but what is he shooting? Nine and a half assists. Uh, I don't know. We can check it out, dude. What's the other game? Who cares about the Jazz? Uh, Celtics honestly. at Miami, dude. Yeah, let's go. That's dope. All right, so this could be good because Miami, the Celtics blew a, a lead to Miami, so mm. they might have vengeance. And there's trash talking, not really, but Marcus Smart calling out uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Green, mm. uh, saying, you know, the game plan, I'm sure, is to, to uh, have them pass. There's not much I could do in the corner, so... That's going to be interesting. That could be. Is that the last game? No, we have two more. What are they? Uh, Rockets and Suns. And Chris Paul's going to go. Did you off see on the this thing one, about dude. the Suns coach or the Suns uh, owner, owner, Robert something? Yeah, yeah it's dude. like all a bunch of people are putting allegations, shit, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude. So you think that's maybe going to affect them? I don't think so. It's the owner. They don't. But of course, it's like Chris Paul, mm -hmm. Clippers that happened now here again. Oh, got another bad owner. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. That's why I think Chris Paul's going to go off, dude. Show his worth. Show everyone what he's made of. You know. Yeah. Um. What's the other game? 
Thunder at Lakers. Thunder at Lakers. Yeah. Um, that's going to be awesome to watch Mello and the boys, mm-hmm. you know, LeBron. Um, you said at Thunder? They're in L.A. Thunder never know. OKC could sneak it out. They're the youngest team in the league, and the and the Lakers are the oldest team in They're the league. They're also 0 4 for away games right now. Who's so, Thunder? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe a lot we'll of see. averages, dude. You never know. Yeah. I mean, they're not gonna go. I'm gonna, gonna go lose every I'm gonna game. go Shea. Uh he's on, you know, my boy Shea on OKC mm-hmm. 35 and 15 for the win. Let's go, dude. I love that. I'm gonna second that one. Let's go Thunder, baby. Yeah, not a big Lakers, Lakers fan right now. Uh, I just want the Lakers to win this year for Melo, but I then I don't want LeBron to get another ring. Matt and I were talking about this. Then he's tied with Kobe, but you know he's one away from Jordan, so that's okay. Yeah, I guess so, dude. Did I'm, you see I'm the good. thing about Scottie Pippen talking about how like talk like the thing all the stuff about Jordan? He's like mm-hmm. coming out against Jordan right now. He's coming out with a book about it too, dude. I believe Scottie Pippen is releasing a book, or he maybe already did release the book. He couldn't have been more co- condescending. Mm. Let's see. Yeah, he was not. I mean, when the last dance came out, he was not happy about it. No. From the way he was portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, he couldn't have been more condescending if he tried. Um, is this him talking about it? I guess so, dude. Did you see? It's his book. Hey, Scotty Pippen. Join me Monday, November 8th. With GQ and Talk Shop Live, I'll be talking about my new memoir. Please pre-order now for opportunity. To- yep, there he is. Buy my book. Yeah, so classic Michael K move. Yeah, uh, he's got a good voice, dude. He should be doing some some radio stuff or some broadcast. He used to do broadcasting for the for uh, NBA t- uh, TV. Really? Not yeah. anymore. I don't know what the whole deal is with. That. I don't follow these guys. Barnes would know more than I. All right. I'm not saying it like you that. You really could be more condescending if you tried. Oh. Um. Yeah. What are we looking at? May 19, 2020, 6:31 p.m. The text was from Michael. He didn't reach out very often. What's up, dude? I'm getting word that you're upset with me. Love to talk about it if you have time. All My right. schedule was packed that evening, and I knew the, the conversation, conversation would take, take a while. while. Yeah. I hit him back an hour and a half later. Let's talk tomorrow. Michael was right. I was upset with him. It was because the last dance, a 10-part ESPN documentary about the Shock Oh, Wars, wow. So this is recent. Which okay. millions of people watched during the early weeks of the pandemic with no mm-hmm. live sports TNT. Blah, 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 blah. There was only so much news. The final two episodes of the DB. I expected much more uh, when I was first told earlier. I couldn't. I had expected much more. When I was first told about it over a year earlier, I couldn't wait to tune in, knowing it would... Mm-hmm. Feature rare footage. My years of Chicago beating as a rookie in ninety in eighty seven were the most rewarding of my career. Career twelve men coming together as one, fulfilling the dreams we had as kids and the playgrounds across the land, which we all needed was a ball basket in our imagination. That's wow, nice, beautiful, very, very well worded. To be a member of the Bulls during the nineties was to be a part of something magical, magical for our times and for all time. Except Michael was determined to prove that the current generation of fans mm. that he was larger than life during his day and still larger than LeBron James, the player many consider as equal, if not superior. So Michael presented his story, not the story of the last dance. As our coach, Phil Jackson, filled the 97-98 season, once it became obvious the two Jerry owners were intent on breaking up the gangs no matter what happened. As Klaus... So yeah, dude, it's... it's, He's he's basically... The book is is sharing all that stuff. So you... 
I mean, he, he's pretty much saying that Mike's pretty tight about uh, being compared to LeBron all the time. And he wants to, and he, like, the last dance was to meant to prove that, I mean, I am still the greatest. Who's the greatest? Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's tough, dude. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. That's what making it sound like, right? There was probably way more stuff that was, like, not shown, dude. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's always tough, Real too. quick, I though, mean, let's just get to. Yeah, let's get some comments, dude. But first, going off right I now. Know. Uh, I like, I like the, the pro, pro player. player. I don't know what that is. Uh, do you see Michelle Tafoyo's ABC view? So push back on Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick the ladies on the view got triggered. No, we did I not. I did that. not see that. I'm sure they would. Uh, mainstream news. I don't watch the view. We do not watch the view. Uh, your your thoughts? thoughts on Francisco Lindor grabbed I mean, Jeff McNeil by, by the throat, throat during Mets rat rack. We're going to get to that in our MLB news. Yes. All right. Uh, Francisco Lindor will get to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll get to that, bud. All right. So, yeah. Uh, is that the, the last game? That was the last game, dude. So, All I right. Mean, so, I'd say, dude. What's your game of the night here? My dude? game of the night is Miami Heat. Boston Celtics, and I'm actually going to go against the Heat for once. Wow. I think, yeah, I think there's been some fights. Mm-hmm. I think there's some animosity, just some between the some, Heat players. No, 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 some no. The Heat are rolling, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. I think the Celtics have had some right. altercations early on already, and mm-hmm. people we we probably don't even know about it. Right, and I believe that uh, they've kind of ironed it out a little bit. So you're going to mm-hmm. see a. a a better offensive flow to the Celtics. And uh, I have the Celtics winning on a Marcus Smart game winner. Wow, dude. Very well said. 115-112. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the narrative for the Celtics so far. Let's go, Uh, I don't know. I feel like the narrative for the Celtics are the absolute train wreck so far. True. I think they're going to continue that train wreck uh, oh. off the rails. Uh, heat at home. They're undefeated so far. 3 0 at home. Butler 121 fucking 102, dude. Let's go, Heat. I like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad about it, but, you know, it's just what it is. No, I get it. You're ticked off. You know, I'm going against you and I'm going to win and everything. It's, yeah, like, it's right. like how I beat you in NHL. I swear no one goal. Uh, no, 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 no. No, dude, just stop trying to make excuses, stop bro. Stop making excuses over there, dude. I love the wide shot. I look so far away. I'm like, way back. I'm like way back here, guys. From way From downtown, way downtown. Carmelo. God, Brian Barnaby. Still hasn't accepted your friend request, by the way. Very embarrassing. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. So I guess let's let's move on from the NBA. Finally, I, even without Barnes here, we're spending fucking half hour on the NBA. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, dude. Hold by on, the real quick, by, your thoughts on Charles? Bar- I saw this mocking Mark Zion Wilson is way. Probably said like me and Shaq had a baby. baby. Wow, dude. I, I mean, mean Charles. Well, I mean, back in the day, Charles was in shape, good looking. Yeah, skinny. yes, especially at that age. Yeah, at that age, he was great. He was phenomenal shape. He looks phenomenal. Um, now, I mean, really not so much, but he's getting old, you know, whatever, he lazy. Have, he doesn't have to take care of his body. He doesn't have to really, you know. He, he just, did what he had to do. Says his funny stuff or terrible and. Oh, that kind of thing. But I feel like, I don't know. I mean, Shaq has always been heavy. You know, he's always been. Well, no, he's been jacked, dude, before. Yeah, but I feel like even when he was young, like. Are you crazy? He was. Dude, stop. He was toned. I wouldn't say he's shredded. Don't do I would never say he's shredded. 
I mean, he, he didn't put the work in, dude. Even Kobe used to talk about Are it. Are you kidding me? What do you got? Give me, give me a photo, dude. Look at him. Toned. Look at that. He's not shredded, dude. What? And then by the time he got to the when he's on the Lakers, I mean, I don't know, dude. Look at him on the Lakers. Look like he gained a lot of fat there, buddy. Jacked. Dude. I wouldn't say he's jacked. You wouldn't say he's jacked here. Jacked? No. And you use the word shredded, by the way. Definitely not shredded. There, he looks really good. That's what I'm saying. So on, Orla- on Orlando, here. Hear what? Don't hear me. Oh, I'm hearing hear you. Hear yourself, dude. <laughs> um, what am I looking at? Look at him. Look at him there. Yes, that is great. He's. I'm not saying he's not in shape. I'm not saying he's... So don't ever say he never wasn't, though. I'm just saying he wasn't anything crazy. What? I mean, like when you look at someone like uh, you, Dwight Howard, for example, he is shredded. Dwight Howard yes, is shredded. All right, but he wasn't as dominant, not nearly as dominant as Shaq. But anyway, well, no, Zion does not, need to lose some no, weight. Yeah, he does. That is the bottom line. We're bottom line. To get to here without Mike. You never get to any contrarian today. Contrarian, contrarian. Uh, yeah, because Barnes isn't here. You're be contrarian, whatever. Um, Zion does have to lose a lot. He has to lose weight yeah. and gain some muscle, dude. I mean, he is not really that toned at all. You know. No. Um, and if you're playing in the NBA, if you're trying to have the distance, you're trying to have a long career, I mean, your, bro- your body's going to break down faster when you're, you know, fatter, when you're more out of shape, which seems like he is a little bit out of shape. It's, you know, it's when you're tired and you're dragging your dog in it, that's when you get injured, that's when you get hurt, and then you're not going to have a great career, dude. So that's uh, athletics 101, dude. Athletics 101. Dude. Come on, bud. Um, by the way, dude, Trey Young shooting 30% from three, 40% from the field. It's not good. It's better than some, dude. Um, uh, but let's move on, dude. We have a lot more on the docket for today. It's Thursday. Let's go. We're going to move on, baby. 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 To the National Football League. Oh. with that man and let him just throw you out of the club on its way it bounces off the crossbar and it's good oh my god oh my goodness all right big nfl thursday tonight jay bird has a lot of money on the line here um not really a lot he's just like 50 bucks on the line but we have tonight we have the new york jets playing the indianapolis colts at Indianapolis in Indianapolis. Um, obviously, big narrative for the Jets is Mike White. What is he going to do? How is he going to follow up his 405-yard game he had um, this past weekend? Um, it's it's funny, too. You're, you're kind of looking at the, at the, at the game preview here. Um, it seems like Indianapolis are, are pretty heavy, heavy favorited. Heavy. Heavy, heavy favorited. They have an, their uh, matchup predictor says that Indianapolis Colts have an 80% chance of winning. <laughs> Which is crazy to me, dude. I mean, like honestly, when you think about it, I mean, you know, obviously you look at Carson Wentz when he shows up. I mean, he does really well. He's 14 touchdowns in the year, only three interceptions. He's throwing, I think, almost two thousand yards so far. Um, so obviously they, you know, they use him a lot. He he definitely tosses the ball in the air, which is great. Um and the Colts, I think, you know, every game they they score, you know, 25 or more points. They've had, had several games um, you know, where they scored even 35 points to stuff. And, you know, they have a lot of good players. Uh, they have Taylor, um, who's their 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 main go-to running back. He has 121 carries, 650 yards, and six TDs. 
Um, so it's definitely something to look out for as well. Um, you know, they got they definitely have a good game, but I don't know, dude. I, I really think Mike White, Mike White is gonna be riding this high he's on right now. Um, you know, he has a lot to prove. You know, you talk about giving someone an opportunity. Uh, I think Salah said it, you know, the the difference between players A and players Z is just reps and opportunity. And that's exactly what Mike White has right now. He's getting reps. He has the opportunity, and we're going to see what he does with it. And I think he's going to have a really good attitude coming into this game. He's obviously going to have some confidence. I mean, he looks so natural, so good, calm, cool, collected in the pocket. Um, wow. He did, dude. He, it was really impressive. And, you know, you talk about how the Jets are kind of switching up um, their approach to the What's fans want to know, football, Mike. We're going to get to that. Want to know, it's baby? Tony's monologue, right no, now. No, like, dude, I never get any love. Oh, bullshit, dude. Um, they want to hear me. All right, Mike. What do you got, dude? What are you thinking tonight? No, you keep going, but they, oh, just, they're applauding. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so Applauding. I mean, again, you know, you you have to allude to the Tom Brady thing. You know, Bledsoe goes down, Tom Brady comes up. I don't think it's that. I think it's Kurt that, Warner story. Sure, you can go to Kurt Warner too. I guess. I mean, I don't think Mike White has the same a similar story as Kurt Warner. I mean, Mike uh, White wasn't bagging groceries here. All right, but he wasn't. You know, <laughs> he was. He's been in the league for three years. Three years, dude. Yeah. So what, bro? I mean, he was nothing. So was Kurt Warner had. I mean, it's more similar to Kurt Warner, and they had this. They had they. The the Rams, Matt said his name. Matt. Matt said his name. Yes, Matt said Matt. his name. I forgot. But anyway, he, he <laughs> they, they signed him. Thank they you. were he was bless you. He was supposed to be uh, their franchise quarterback. He Mike goes, White. No. What are you talking about right the, now? This is back in two thousand. So this is Kurt Warner. So this is the Kurt Warner story. The guy that started over him was supposed to be the franchise quarterback. Right. They paid him right. big bucks. Big bucks. Big bucks. Okay. Okay. And the big bucks were spent doing his rehab. Okay. All right. And then Kurt Warner was like the third string on that. And they just chose right. him. Second string also went down. That's the second string came in. He went down. He got hurt. Like the third play. Right. Mike White for president 2024 prefer. Um, I don't think Mike White has any type of qualifications to be president of the United States. You never know, though. Um, you never know. President of operations for the New York Jets, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, you know, you look at how the Jets are approaching Mike White um, oh, very differently from how they approach Zach Wilson, which, you know, obviously begs the question as to why they waited this long to kind of change their approach in terms of their coaching. Um, I think LaFleur, right, is the offensive coordinator for the Jets? Correct. Um, they have him up in the box now. They have some other veteran coach down low. Uh, with well, Mike, didn't Mike White? Mike White was like, off? "Yeah, dude." Mike White was like, I, 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 "What are you doing for me right now? What have you done for me lately?" Sort of type of deal. So they put Lafour back in the up in the box. Some other veteran coach down with White. Obviously, is what they need. Young quarterbacks obviously need some veteran wisdom and tutelage. And I think it's it's showing. I mean, it's. It's obviously working for him. It's working for the Jets right now. Um, I mean, new quarterback, pretty much new team. Uh, I think it's pretty much like a 0-0 record right now for them, dude. 1-0, even if you want to do that. Um, so I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to be, you know, um, just playing an entirely different Jets team. They're going to have different attitudes. Um, I think you're going to see uh, – it's Corey Davis, right? Corey Davis go off uh, tonight. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of connections for White and Davis. Um, even you know uh, Carter for the Jets has been has been pretty decent. Uh, he has like 280 yards over 73 carries, three TDs. Um, you know he's a nice big boy. He can kind of the third down running back. You know what I mean, Mike? Oh, I love it. 
Love it, dude. So it's like the Giants back in 08 when they had like uh um Brandon Jacobs, Brandon Jacobs, yeah. Bradshaw, and the other dude. I always forget his name. Barber? No, he retired before 08. Dude, I know so. And it was just Jacobs and Bradshaw then. It was just them two. Whatever, dude. Um anyway, uh, I think yeah, I think I think the Jets have really good odds in terms of of what they're gonna um come out with tonight. I think they have a good chance of winning this game. Uh they're 0-4 away. Like you said, new team though. New team, law of averages. After tonight they'll be one and four away record. Uh, Minneapolis Colts. Um, you know, we mentioned them being able to score a lot of touchdowns, a lot of points. They're still only three and five. You know, they lost a lot of close games, um, which kind of tells me that, you know, when push comes to shove, Carson Wentz, uh, I don't know, man. Um, I think he buckles under the pressure a little bit. I think he's going to feel a lot of pressure from the Jets. Um, yeah, I think it's going to depend on the Jets defense, though. They have to stop this running game and everything like that, um, which, you know, I mean, I feel like running up the middle, they haven't really been phenomenal with. Um, at least for an entire game anyway. But nonetheless, I say Jets take this one. I'm going to say 35-33. Wow. I'm going 35-3. You think the Colts are going to score three points? You heard it here first. Wow, dude. Um, Well, I hope not because I'm going to bring up Jay Bird again. He's got a big parlay. We have money line. We have the spread. We have the over 46 and a half. Uh, we're hitting that, dude. We're hitting that big tonight, Mike. Hit it. We're going to watch the game all together and cheer as Jay wins and the Jets win. Jay and the Jets. Jay and the Jets. Jay, Jets, synonymous with Jay and the Jets. Exactly, dude. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for NFL, dude. I mean, just obviously Thursday night, tomorrow, I guess we'll preview you know, uh, what are we in week nine now, huh, dude? Dude, I can't believe it. It's like every week. That's every exactly week we just what Barnes says, dude. It's like every week we just start. I can't believe it. it's week nine. I can't believe it. Um, but yeah, dude. So it's gonna be a great time, a great uh, I think game to kick off again. I mean, Barnes is not here. These Thursday night matchups are proving to be some of the best matchups I think on the docket every week, dude. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. And you got Barnes like knocking Thursday night. All oh, these matchups suck. I think that every week it's been like two um, evenly matched teams, you know, and it's, it, I think it bodes for good football, regardless whether these teams are, you know, in the playoff contention or not. It's still a good matchup. And it's a fun time Thursday, kicking it off, you know, it, it lubes you up for Sunday. You know what I mean, dude? Is he a traditional? Is who a traditional? Brian. Brian. Correct. Brian Barnes, traditionalist? For his, you know, football, just Sunday. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess maybe that's what it is, but it's like, dude, there's so many games on Sunday. There's so many games. Um, we got a couple comments, by the way, Mike. Uh, Mike White next. Tom Brady. Here we go. Thank you. The illusion to the Tom Brady. I think it's a better illusion than Kurt Warner. You know, uh, Barnes' ears should be ringing. Yeah. I mean, I hope they are, dude. He's in Scottsdale, Arizona right now. It's looking very uh, clear blue skies there. He's probably on the golf course already. Maybe having a couple couple beers, you know, um, having a great time. 100%. 100%, dude. Probably going to get popped later. Uh, I hope to God he plays good. Um, you know, he golfs well because I feel like that would ruin his whole trip if he doesn't golf well, you know? 
He's definitely that he type gets, of he gets person. Upset, he's yeah. upset. No, he gets very and upset. And it's going to be like, oh, dude. I get upset when be he like, gets upset. Oh, but the Yankees. Oh, it's just like, dude. He's going to have so many espresso martinis. Oh, I can't wait. I hope he sends pictures, oh, dude. Oh, no. Cross dissolve again oh. back to me. Oh. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to make some great fucking content without him, dude. I mean, we always do. We always do. Um, all right, dude. Well, I think that's pretty much wraps up our NFL segment. Um, we're we're going to touch. Uh, well, I guess we, we just, you want to end with hockey. You want to go to hockey now? No, you know what we're going to do? What are we going to do, dude? We're going to go to the world of Major League Baseball. Giving chases, oh. Judge, and he dives into the stand. The block begins the season with an overpowering strikeout of Ronald McCune. The wall is gone! Three run home run! What's going on here? I love it. He drives one to the moon. High, deep, and very gone. And we're back. You know, Tony, I, I was thinking of something. If the Yankees on the 78th game of the season had just sent Judge home, would we be here right now? Would they be hosting the world? Would we be going to the parade in Brooklyn? Tony, give me something. We would not be going to the parade, Ryan. <laughs> they would not have gone far in the playoffs. Did you like that a little bit? That was, that was spot on, dude. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, but today we're talking on the Yankees today. Okay, we're going to start no. with some Mets news, actually. I'm excited. And Buffer alluded to it, just like he was alluding to the Tom Brady, Mike White scenario we have going on here. Um, but uh, as reported, I think as of this morning, maybe late last night, um, some more words came out of the Francisco Lindor, Jeff McNeil debacle, the raccoon debacle, as it's been referred to earlier in the season. It turns out um, Francisco Lindor and Jeff McNeil got into an argument um, about McNeil's spacing in the infield. Um, he was not following the shift calls, um, apparently, to how they were kind of told. He was... Um, you know, he was too close to Lindor, essentially. And there was a few times where Lindor was trying to feel the ball. McNeil was in the way. He had to get out of the way. And it, it hindered Lindor throwing the first. I believe a few times, you know, the runner was safe because of that. Um, and McNeil and Lindor got into a pretty heated debate. Uh, McNeil, obvious hothead at this point. We all know that. Pretty much told Lindor um, to kind of just kind of step off, dude. Like, I got it, whatever. Um I guess it further escalated. Blah, further escalated. Yeah, that was a weird gulp to to, know, to distract you. I think it was like wow. that was a really good impersonation. Actually, yeah, I'm very, very very impressive. Uh, impersonations are on point today, dude. I can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Wow, that was <laughs> that was the most <laughs> condescending thing I've ever heard. Um. Anyway, so it it, it escalated to the point where it got physical. Indoor pushes McNeil up against the tunnel. Um, and kind of grabs him and pushes him by the throat, actually. Um, in which case, you know, we saw when they showed it during the game, uh, that you know, the whole team kind of saw this and they kind of ran to kind of break it up. Um, and then you know, they come up with the ridiculous excuse that they saw a raccoon in the tunnel. Um, it's just absolute bogus bullshit, bull malarkey baloney. That was the end um, of the season, but it was not the end of the season. I think so. Um, obviously, tough thing to do, and it's just like, be open about it at that point. We know it's going to happen. We know something happened. Just be honest with the media. Be honest with your fans. 
Like it, it, it's ridiculous. But first, some say an ice cream machine in the Braves locker room turned around their season mid-June. Should the Mets have Mr. Softly cater ice cream cones in the locker room in 2022? I think every team would do better with a Mr. Softy ice cream machine. I agree. Um, and honestly, that is not that's not that's no joke. The Braves did get an ice cream machine in their dugout, and they talked about how awesome it was and how great ice cream is, which obviously it brings up everyone's attitude. They're gonna play better. So I mean, what are we doing? Um. Anyway, so after that whole debacle, McNeil pretty much goes to the outfield full time. They pick up Baez, go to second base, um, when Doors buddy guy friend, and they have a great time. Um. So you know, I think I think. McNeil's going to his third year of arbitration, I believe. Um, the Mets have, I think, 11 free agents. They're tied with the most players going to free agency the MLB. So it's going to be very interesting to see. They also have no GM or manager yet. So, again, it's going to be very interesting to see how this um, offseason progresses for them. Obviously, what do you foresee? Um, uh, Tashar. <laughs> um, I really do think they're going to keep Baez a second. They're going to pay Baez. Um, they're going to keep him in second because if not, what are you going to do? You're not going to put McNeil back there because he has an issue with Lindor. Lindor is your big acquisition. You're paying him lots of money. You're going to want him to be comfortable. Jeff McNeil hitting got stunted after the choking incident. Brian Monaby. Um, Yo. Yankees 2020. Oh, God, dude. No. Uh, Jets 45. Colts zero. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Martaby, perhaps a few beers. Oh, maybe most definitely. a few gummies. CBD. How are you? Get popped. Have a good time on the course. About to shoot 95 at TPC Scottsdale. Let's we fucking go, you, Brian. Barnes. You're the best. We want video footage. Take it vertically, horizontally, rather. Um, and we want some footage. We're going to show it tomorrow on Friday Sports Port. It's going to be great. I want to see you succeed. Let's fucking go, baby. We all believe in you here. Buffer believes yeah, in you. Buffer believes in you. Lindor would dare to choke push and push Robinson, Robinson Cano. Um, Enjoy the American, American Mule, Mule Barns. Let's go, Buffer. I hope they have American Mules in Scottsdale, baby. Brian Barnaby says, no doubt. Um, it's also, I always forget Cano's in the fucking team. Uh, Brian Barnaby says, thanks, Buffer. Oh, the brotherly love, dude. You love to see it between host and fan. They do love That's what it's all about here, yeah. downtime, baby. Yeah. Um, Unity. I always forget Kittles on the team. I guess you can throw him at second base, but I mean, dude, like, come on. The PEDs, the the the, the lack of offense, the shoddy defense at this point. I mean, we can see what Kittles has to offer, but I still think you should hang, have bias hanging around, dude. Why not? I mean, obviously comfortable with Lindor. He's a good bat. He's a good defenseman. Pay him the money to stay. The guy wants to stay as well. He likes New York. Keep him to stay. Uh, keep him, keep to, him stay. to stay. Keep him to stay, dude. <laughs> um, I think McNeil, I don't know, dude. Again, McNeil, yes. I mean, his batting average was 250. Um, I think this season where he's batted fucking 350 in the past. So it's kind of hard for him to call any shots. He also has pretty shotty defense. I think he had like 11 errors over like 100 games or whatever, how many games it was. Um, so, you know, dude, it's kind of tough for him. Just to, you know, have any type of opinion, I suppose. But it's also like, I feel like physical altercations, there's no room for that in baseball, dude. None. Grabbing someone by the throat, like Mr. fucking Smiley Lindor. Come on, dude. Especially with the way you're you're playing, too. The way, the way you're bad. No, and that, remember you're at that struggling point. struggling to get 220. Remember at that point, too, it was even worse. There's a 190 average. It was 170 at that point. Probably, Probably dude. at the top of my head. I remember specifically it was 172. Brutal, dude. Oh, no, you don't. Dude. Yes, I do. It was 172. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's obviously a tough situation in New York, but 
Um, you know, they have to keep some free agents, keep Loop, keep Syndergaard, um, obviously keep Baez. Let's, I think Smith is a free agent. Let him go. Pilar, let him go. Conforto, I can take him or leave him at this point, honestly. Um, if he doesn't take a qualifying offer, let him go. Don't give him any more money. He doesn't really deserve it, dude. Um, and go out there, find a third baseman, Chris Bryant. Let's go, dude. Yeah, um, that'd be sick. Need it, dude. Need it. Um, get a couple outfielders that you can that are maybe free agents. Uh, I'm not sure what free agent outfielders are out there. Um, but even so, I mean, outfielders, I feel like there's a lot of guys who are versatile and can play the outfield. Um, Marte, maybe. I don't know. Um, but let's go, dude. Let's, let's, let's fucking bucker down here. It's, it's the offseason. Let's get a fucking manager and, and a GM. But yeah, we'll kind of see. We'll obviously keep you guys with any updates for the Mets and Yankees. Uh, and another piece of MLB news. Um, maybe keep Alonzo, Buffer says. And I said vote get, I, vote get rid of everyone except for Baez. Thumbs down, Lindor. I don't know, Buffer. I mean, Everyone, dude. I don't know about everyone. You can't, get, you can't just clean house again. Like at this point, you don't have a GM, so you have really no direction uh, besides what Steve Cohen and Sandy are, are kind of, I guess, discussing. But you need to get a GM. That is numero uno in terms of your priorities, um, and then you know hire a manager, uh, and then kind of go from there. Uh, maybe use some type of assets in the minor league, bring some guys up. Uh, definitely keep Alonzo. I mean, the guy's been improving his defense. You know, he's not a phenomenal first baseman, but again, he's been improving. You expect for him to continue to improve. Um, he's got that drive under his ass uh, to get better. He doesn't want to just be a DH. He said that already. So, you know, we'll kind of see what happens. But also another baseball news, Buster Posey, apparently, supposedly, Posey, supposedly. Supposedly, wow. You like wow. that, dude? You fucking Do like that? Do that again. Uh, Buster Posey, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's a drop! Uh, announcing his retirement today. Wow, uh, Barnes, where you at? Big mistake by the Yankees. Sack up and go get him, dude. Wow, like that, honestly, bro. For what? What do you mean for what? The guy, he was a free agent. Like he's either gonna, he's gonna retire. Like he's not, he doesn't, he's not under contract with the Giants. So what do you anymore. want him to be on a the catcher? Yankees? Oh, he's a catcher. You need that. Give him a one-year deal, bro. He's coming off a hot season. Give him a chance. It's all these signs allude to the Yankees winning the World Series. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Braves won, so the Yankees must just win. And then everything going on. So let's go, dude. Buster Posey wants the World Series before he retires. Give him a one-year deal. Give him the World Series. Let him retire happy the way he deserves, dude. This guy's one of the best catchers in the entire league. Ever. Ever. I mean, he had that World Series run with the Giants, right? I think three World Series with them. Like, dude, the guy's a veteran. He's a phenomenal hitter. A great leader behind the play. It's what you have with him. It's what you don't have with Sanchez and Higgy. You don't have that at all. They're terrible catchers. Sanchez can't even make a fucking tag at home plate. Dude, your pronunciation is impeccable. Thank you, dude. Um, So before, jump the gun. Before he retires, go get him, dude. You like him. I do like him. He's a phenomenal guy. And you would want success for the Yankees with him. I would. I would. See, that's I would, the I difference would. between you and Barnes. That's funny. Yeah, because, you know. Mm. But, I mean, that's my take on so far MLB news in New York. Uh, not much really going on across the league. Um, obviously, you know, World Series just ended, so there's definitely some downtime. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, let's move on, dude, before, uh, obviously, we close out. We're going to get to our award-winning NHL segment. 
Oh, can't wait. Let's go. Well, you can't wait. It's here. You don't have to wait, dude. So, I don't. No, not at all, dude. Stay right there. Don't wait. Um, biggest piece of news out of the NHL, Jack Eichel has been traded to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, he was obviously on the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, I think he was like a second-round draft pick um, maybe like a few years ago, 2015 maybe. I don't know. But uh, he, he did wonders with the Buffalo Sabres. Um, last season gets hurt, has a disc injury um, in his neck, uh, misses 30 games. Um, there's, <laughs> there was some type of um, dispute between him and, and the doctors for Buffalo, dude. The doctors um, wanted him just to kind of rest and recover, um, which is your pretty typical, um, I guess, type of treatment for you know a, a disc injury. Um, obviously, a very complicated uh, injury, one you really don't want to see anyone have, especially in a game like hockey. But Jack Eichel doesn't want that. He doesn't want this lingering issue. He wants to get an artificial disc put into his neck. He wants to get a disc replacement surgery, um, which something Buffalo wasn't willing to do for him. Um, not necessarily because of the riskiness of the surgery, just because uh, no one's ever done that for Buffalo. And they just thought rest and recovery was the best thing to do. Um, Jack Eichel obviously visibly um, notably not happy with that decision. Um, he failed the physical test going to the season, stripped of his captainship, um, and obviously hasn't played since. So it was always a big question mark as to where Jack Eichel, where was he going to go? Is he staying with Buffalo? They're doing well. Are they going to budge on this disc replacement surgery? No, they didn't. They traded him. Uh, they got two players from Vegas, uh, Peyton Krebs, Alex Took. And uh, they got a first-round draft pick for next season and a second-round draft pick and then a third-round draft pick for the following year as part of the deal. So they got a lot of pro a lot of picks and players for him, which, I mean, obviously is good. I mean, notably so. Jack Eichel is a phenomenal player. Um, and now he's having that disc replacement surgery uh, with the Golden Knights. So it should be very interesting. Obviously, Golden Knights not off to the start they want, but the acquisition of Jack Eichel is going to probably do wonders for them. Hopefully, he recovers everything, you know, in terms of the surgery goes well. Um, and he comes back he better than ever. I do think so, dude. Um, Jack Eichel is a really good player. Um, phenomenal handling. Quick skater. Um, one of the top draft picks uh, for that reason, you know. Um, rightfully so. And I think that this surgery is going to go well for him. Um, it's gonna everything's gonna bode well for Vegas. Um, I mean Buffalo obviously doing very well without him as well. And now they have these future draft picks uh, to kind of further build their team. And they have these two other players they acquired from Las Vegas. So I mean I think it's a win-win situation at this point because you know I mean you don't want an angry Jack Eichel playing for you. You don't want a player who's not happy to be playing for you playing for you. He's not gonna right. play as well. Right. So I think at that point you know the relationship was kaput. And um, happy Diwali to all. I had no idea it was Diwali. Happy Diwali. Happy Diwali to all. Happy Diwali. Happy Diwali, dude. dude. Happy to celebrate it on this beautiful Thursday here at downtime. Um, so, yeah, dude, that's that's kind of what's uh, the hot button issue with the NHL. Um, kind of going to go to some scores now from last night. Do it. Um, obviously, Barnes and I were in the heated debate over who was going to win last night. Was it going to be Edmonton or was it going to be Nashville? It was Edmonton. They won 5-2. Um, pretty decisive victory, I suppose. Who had who? I forgot. Um, he went with the Oilers. I went with the Predators just to be devil's advocate, really. 
Um, because my original pick won. I believe I picked the Jackets over the Avalanche, and they did win, but then I pulled back. Um, you think Buffalo got fleeced? But first, said Buffalo got fleeced. I don't know, dude. Um, I mean, they just wanted to get rid of Eichel. He was just kind of sitting around not doing anything, and they're doing so well without him already. I mean, they got two decent players, and they have future first-round picks. Next season, dude, they have a first-round pick, second-round pick, and then a third-round pick for the following season. I mean, I think that's great, dude. They're going to get more young players, more young talent, and they can build in the team that they already have. No one's going anywhere from Buffalo. They're going to have the same team next year they're going to have this year, and they're doing really well right now. What else did you want? Who else did you want for Jack Eichel? Vegas wasn't willing to give up their best players. They don't have a lot of good players to begin with. Prefer. Um, I wouldn't say they got fleeced, dude. I think it was I think it was a pretty straight up good trade. Anyway, uh Predators fall to the Oilers. Um dry sidle, dude. For the Oilers, completely on fire. Two goals, one assist last night. I think he had two goals in the last game, too. That line with dry sidle, um, McDavid, I think Nugent Hopkins is in that line somewhere. Uh, they're just absolutely fucking killers, dude. Uh, Nugent Hopkins had two assists last night. That line is unstoppable, almost. Um, Oilers are now eight and one. Wow, I know, dude. Very impressive stuff here. Um, but that was our game. That was our lock of the night last night. Um, I mean, again, you know, they just have beautiful chemistry, beautiful puck movement, just one touch passes, dude, and then just oh, can't even do anything for it. You can't goalie can't even defend against it. It's it's it's, it's very impressive stuff. But we're gonna move on to tonight. Because tonight we have games. The Rangers are playing. Who are they playing tonight, Mike? Do you know? The Devils. No. No. They're not. They're playing the Oilers. Holy shit, dude. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rangers. Are they, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, maybe not. Maybe they're not. Maybe it was tomorrow they're playing the Oilers. Oh, yeah. I think I'm mistaken, dude. It's tomorrow. No, I mean, it's a Friday. Friday they're playing the Oilers. Damn it, dude. Today's Thursday. Fuck. Anyway, tonight we have some good games um, as well. Um, actually, kind of not really. I mean, we have caps, so caps at Panthers, which should be pretty interesting. I mean, of course, Capitals, Oshi, Ovechkin, um, that other Russian guy whose name is escaping me right now. Um, Ovechkin, nine goals so far. Nine goals, buddy, in nine games. Crazy stuff. Greatest Six ever. Assists, 15 points. Um, I mean, no, Wayne Gretzky is still the greatest hockey player ever. I mean, his his stats are close to untouchable. Not his goals. His goals? No, yeah. He can catch him. Ovechkin can catch him. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think Ovechkin is really going anywhere in the next five years, to be honest, dude. Um, that guy is going to play hockey till he dies on the ice, I think. Um, that's definitely caps at Panthers. Panthers are 8-0. and oh. Breaking news. How crazy is that? Barstool Sports. Wow. Is that real? Breaking news. Barstool Sports owner owner's stock plunges following violent sex allegations about, about present day Portnoy. Whoa, Befur. Um, it's actually pretty funny because I just I saw on Instagram before the show started that um uh El Prez had some like crazy he had the, the emergency press conference he does on uh um, Wow, two hours ago, yeah. Um, he seems to be oh, my response to the business insider hit piece that has been eight months in the making, he says. So he's obviously doing the right thing, trying to get ahead of the storyline in terms of what he's saying. I'm not sure what he's saying here. I can play it for you over the mic if you want. Sure. This is far more serious allegations 
portraying me, painting me really as a sexual deviant. You can put it on uh, here, actually. Serious. I can get up here. I can get up so, here. So lawyers have been talking to me, boards. All right. So obviously, this is you know very serious situation. Um, someone obviously like Dave Portnoy, who's the president of Barstool Sports, obviously king of the world, right? Where now. is it on his? Is it here? El Prez on Presidente. El Presidente, I think it is. Stool Presidente. Um, it's played over the yeah, dude. Business Insider finally published. Uh, the hit piece says it's been eight months. This one? Mm-hmm. We can just play a little bit. Of, yeah, it's like 12 minutes long, so. In the making on me. Not the normal hit piece, not the normal stuff about jokes we've made, videos we've made, things we've done at Barstool. This is far more serious allegations, portraying me, painting me really as a sexual deviant. Uh, serious shit. So lawyers have been talking to me, boards, mm -hmm. you should say this, you shouldn't say this, you should do that. Listen, I've ignored everything they said. I'm going to do what I always do. I'm just going to tell the truth, shoot from the hip and tell exactly how I feel and where I'm at. Um, no written statements, no pre-planned things, just me being me and it's worked for me for 20 years and um, I'm going to tell the truth. Let's start with the fact, I'm not surprised this article came out. I didn't know what would be in it. But for eight months, mm -hmm. I've had every single girl that I've been remotely associated with, mm -hmm. girls I know, girls I've hooked up with, girls I don't know, girls have posted TikToks to me, being like, hey, just heads up, there's a reporter digging around, basically asking about your sexual habits, like, has he done anything, like, dirty with you? Does he try to get you to do this? All, like, making it sound like the story was already written, like they're trying to portray you a certain way. I have... Tons of girls who have documented that that was their conversation with their supporter. Um, now, I still was like, as the months went by, maybe this will never come out because I'm pretty confident in myself. I know I've never done anything um, weird with a girl ever, <coughs> never anything remotely non-consensual. So I was hoping maybe she just wouldn't find it. It became obvious she was going to continue to dig and dig and dig, whether it took four months, eight months, eight years to fulfill the narrative she had already decided upon before she even started this article. From day one, I don't know why she decided to do it. Um, I know cancel culture has been coming for me for a decade. This is just the next iteration. But she knew what she wanted to write, and she was going to find the narrative to fit it from day one. Most importantly, let's get into the two allegations that are jarring. And if I read them not knowing me, I'd be like, this guy does, uh, belongs behind bars, basically. The first allegation, basically, is a girl who came to my house um, in Nantucket last July, like a year and a half ago, and is saying that we had sex. It's crazy. It so rough. She I was know. screaming, crying, pain, stop, yeah. stop. She recalls. And then like two days later, reached out to her friend and said she felt like a sex doll during sex. Um, based on that description of the story, I would have absolutely zero idea who we're talking about. However, it said July, and there was a passage that said she slept on my couch. After we hooked up, um, that part, the couch part in knowing when it was, there's only one girl that I could ever recall who slept on the couch and not with me after we had talked for a month and a half, um, online. And I liked her. I thought she was very attractive, pretty stunning, engaging girl. So that's why she came. But I do remember one girl sleeping on the couch. So I went, looked at her past, um, DMs and 
that part, there's a part that says she reached out, hey, pizza man, and I responded, hey, fly bitch. I would have never recognized that, a hey, fly bitch. I'm like, I don't say that. She was wearing <laughs> a hey, fly bitch shirt or a fly bitch shirt when she first DM'd me, and that's how I responded. Whatever. So that's how I was able to figure out who the girl was, the couch part of it. I can say this unequivocally. At no point, she came, she flew. We did have pizza, hung out, hooked up. At no point during it, at no point was it not 100% consensual. At no point did she ask me to stop. At no point did either of us think something unseemly happened. There was no weirdness after. It was totally fine, normal interaction, sexual, 100% consensual. My lawyer's like, don't, don't, you know, make these blanket statements. I'm telling you now, her version of events is not true on our hookup. Just not true. Neither of us were like, oh, you shouldn't be doing it. It was 100 million percent consensual. What's going on in her brain? I have no idea. Her actions outward, all 100% normal, wasn't alarmed, never thought about it. Now, after we hooked up, we we're hanging out more, and it just became one of those situations where we disagreed basically on everything from, you know, is it raining or sunny out? Is it was just oil and vinegar? Two people who did not get along, did not see the world the same way. And that is why she slept on the couch. I do believe my recollection is she was still interested in hooking up. And I'm like, it, it's, this just isn't working. Like, we don't get along. Um, flew back. I never talked to her again. I never knew she had any issue. It's the first I heard of it and, frankly, was stunned to read and hear about it. I am obviously not going to say her name. I don't want her harassed. If what she's telling that she didn't enjoy the experience is true, I had no idea. And that's horrible. And I never want to feel that way. But... If there was a hidden camera in that room and it wasn't a he said, she said, and someone saw the interaction, there would be absolutely nothing there. I promise you from the I, I've never lied. My lawyers have been like, don't even acknowledge that you know who this person is. Just anonymous is better because people can just throw it away. I don't do that. I know who the person is. And I'm telling you, that's how it went down. The reason I knew it was is not because of the description of the event, because it doesn't ring true at all. It's because she slept on the couch because we had a disagreement on life. Nothing to do with sex. Did prior? Were we sending each other videos? Yes. Her to me? Me to her? Yes. All right. Well, that was intense. Um, obviously, very intense, heavy stuff when any types of accusations, especially these types of accusations, kind of come about. Um. I mean, obviously, you you, you know, you got to feel bad for both parties involved at this point because, um, you know, like like Dave Portnoy said, it's, it is kind of he said, she said at this point. Um, and, and you know, typically on these types of situations, you you, you side with the woman, um, you side with the victim, you know, um, which is, you know, always natural. It's, it may make sense if anyone has types of accusations, you know, you want to make sure you know, what actually happened kind of come to fruition and, and, you know, people can find out the truth here. Um, that being said, though, I understand what Portnoy is talking about. I mean, I mean, media today, especially news media, always has a narrative, um, especially for people like Dave Portnoy, who are outspoken about their own opinions, um, who um, are obviously, you know, rich type of, you know, they're, they're the higher class elite type of people who are these business owners. They're always seem to be whole, held to a higher standard. Um, because they run businesses that are popular in the world, that they influence millions of billions of people around the world, like a company like Barstool Sports. Um, but then that, that being said, um, you know, I, I, I could see what he's saying in terms of how this writer kind of 
knew Dave Portnoy, obviously, because he's outspoken on media. Um, they knew, um, you know, what what happens in terms of his, you know, womanizing and stuff like that um, and kind of created the idea in her own head that there must, there must, there has to be some type of bad situation that happened between him and a woman um, and then to really kind of prick and pry um, until she kind of found it. Um, which, I mean, you know, that type of thing is that that is journalism. I mean, you know, thinking of a lead and then kind of acting on it, that's totally fine. It's one thing if you kind of shape the narrative, if you know the story in your head, that's wrong. That's that's biased. Um, and of course, to publish this, especially if it's not true, I mean, that's that's slander. Um, you're, you're slandering his name. I believe I believe slander is the written one. Libel is spoken, right? Um, correct. Correct. Wow, Michael. Um, hmm. So, I mean, you know, if it is untrue, that's that's exactly what you're doing. You're slandering his name. Um, and, of course, at that point, I mean, it falls on the shoulders of, of course, you know, the the person who's making the accusations because they're not true. And then the reporter as well. I mean, you know, it, she should be held accountable if this is not true because you right. know, she's the one who published it. It's up to her to kind of gauge whether her sources are true and are reliable or not. Um but obviously, um, I'm sure more information is going to unfold on the situation um, as we kind of move along over the weekend and over the course of next week. Um, but it's 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 tough to kind of hear these sort of things, dude. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't want to hear if it is true. It's tough for the uh, victims. All that stuff is always yeah. just tough. Um, but you know, I'm like out of focus. I think you're just blurry in real life whatever uh regardless um but yeah we won't know more until more information's out so we'll we'll obviously keep you guys updated but mm. you know what a great show though tony just you and i you and me i think it's time to wrap it up because we have to make a drop off get your dtv merch mm -hmm. um oh yeah dude dm us on instagram if you guys want to buy a t-shirt 20 yeah. bucks a pop baby you get this nice little personalized box um you get a nice uh, koozie, some stickers, courtesy of American Mule, as well as downtime sticker, egg flip sticker, and of course the T-shirt. Yeah, um, which I've worn it. Um, it's comfy, it's breathable, it's um, yeah, it's it's it's. it's and then also we also have to get out of here because we're delivering it and we're doing screen time at Experiment VR. So, yeah. as always, yes, prefer hey, top ten movie show. Yes. yes, so tonight screen time seven o'clock at Experiment VR. We'll be going through our top ten Matthew McConaughey movies. He's fifty two today, baby. Looking He's looking good. phenomenal at fifty two. I wish I was him at fifty two. I am I'm gonna be better than him at fifty two. About that, Matthew. Um, stick that in your pipe, baby, and smoke it. Um, but we still love you and everything. That's why we're gonna honor you, top ten. And of course, there's gonna be some VR stuff for the gaming corner, baby. It's gonna be Manny and me and I. Back in the chair, on the table, together again, baby. Um, oh, we love you guys. You are our bloodline. We will see you. Manana, hey, guys. Tony here from Downtime TV checking in. I want to thank all our fans out there who's been liking, yeah, subscribing, huh? sharing our content. You guys are the best. You guys are our bloodline. You make us love what we do.